you feel weak. You feel like you want to just give up. But you gotta search within you. You gotta find that inner strength and just pull that shit out of you and get that motivation to not give up. All right, we are back. It is week 21 on the FFL Tour. Uh, Last week was obviously major week, the PGA Championship, and the list did not hit. No, we did not. And no one in the FFL hit. Phil Mickelson from the clouds, the 50-year-old, wins his sixth major. What a show. Absolutely electric. Love to see it. Uh, Thanks to Corey Connors on my first-round win because other than that, it was a stinker. Uh, that got me my money back, so it wasn't a big deal. I enjoyed watching Phil win. Uh, yeah, just crazy. Can't believe Phil Mickelson won. Uh, amazing. Uh, I had to pick him up this week just to honor him, really. Welcome welcome to the team. Show the guys some a thing or two, please. Please show them a thing or two. Anyway, uh, new standings in the FFL. We have a new first place. That's right. I know the diesel, diesel weights have not taken a look at this, but they are not in first anymore. The Buffalo Bush Boys are in first. And in second place, we have the Dallas Diesel Weights. Of course, you're in second place, but you're not in first place anymore, Dees. Hate to see it. And in last place, it is the Freebirds. Woo! Love to see it. Anyway, not much more to go on here. Like, what can I talk about? Phil won. That is awesome. The FFL is humming along. It is week 21 of 34. So we still got a bit of a grind to go. Uh, Major in like three weeks. Can't beat that. But it is week 21 on the FFL Tour. I have Corey Beal, the Austin Rattlesnakes. Three wins this year. Three wins in a row. And we need that winning juice on the list. So I got Beal on. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about the biggest feuds in sports. Let's get to that right now. All right, let's welcome back to the podcast. He is the three-time winner on the FFL Tour. Not in two years, in pretty much the last month. It has been a hell of a run. We needed to have him on the podcast because we've been cold here for two weeks. The whole tour has been cold. Nobody's got a win since this guy won three in a row. So, Corey Beal, the Austin Rattlesnakes, how are you doing? Oh, we're good. We're good. We're feeling uh, rejuvenated. A few wins. We were the laughing stock of the league. and Yep. Now we've got we've got three, so we're ready to keep it rolling here. What a turnaround! Like we went, like people were chirping you, saying like you might be the most cursed franchise more than the Mermen, and then you take that and just stick it up all of our hoops. You take all of our money. Yeah, it's been hell of a run. Yeah, quite a run, and uh, we're not done yet. Still have a first. Yeah, we're, we're ready to wheel and deal. Let's go. Well, I got a Canadian who might be worth a first. Just saying. All right, so let's get into the Sir Diesel list this week. We are going to do our favorite five feuds in sports. Uh, could be in the past, could be now, whenever. Uh, this one's obviously after Brooks and Bryson because this has been killing me for the last 48 hours. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I love it. I don't even care if it's fake. If they're just playing it up to uh, do this stuff for the money, I'm good with it. I love it. Yo, 100%. They might even be on this list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so let's get into it. Give me your number five. I didn't even number mine, so I'll randomly yeah. pick. But you uh, give me one of yours. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I didn't number mine either, and uh, I put a bit of a different spin on it. 
okay. kind of more of an entertainment factor to be relevant <laughs> for this league. But uh, one of the funniest feuds I think I've ever seen in professional sports was uh, Larry Merchant versus Floyd Mayweather. Oh, they yeah, just yeah, seemed yeah. to never get along. And uh, the clip of him and uh, him and Floyd barking at each other in the ring and Larry saying, if yeah. I was younger, I'd kick your ass is, is <laughs> one of my favorite clips. <laughs> I watched it like five times today just because I knew it was going to be on the list. So <laughs> It's like an old man that's just like, if I could right now, I would just beat the shit out of you. Like oh, he, yeah. he wants it right there. And Floyd, I don't even think really even gets it. After. No, I don't even, I don't think he understands it at all. It, it kind of yeah. reminds me of like the Clint Eastwood get off my lawn. Like yeah. <laughs> merchants yeah. just old and senile <laughs> yeah. and Floyd's just too dumb to get it. He's the mule. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know if anyone knows about Caleb Presley on Barstool, but he interviewed Floyd Mayweather on the weekend. It's called Sunday Conversations. If you're wondering if Floyd Mayweather has some brain damage, watch that video. Oh, my God. He, <laughs> he's slowing down. He's slowing down. It is worth a watch. It's pretty funny, but also it's a little sad. All right, my number five, I'm going to go with Tiger and Phil. I'm going to stick with golf for this one. Uh, no one really talks about it because they've been nice the last couple of years and stuff, but these guys fucking hated each other. Phil would always do little chirps at Tiger. Tiger did not like playing with Phil. When they ran, when Hal Sutton put them together for the Ryder Cup, it was the most awkward television for two days I've ever watched, really. Me and my dad loved it. Like, these two guys did not like each other. They were fake high-fiving. Now <laughs> they know it's better for their brand if they get along, but they did not get along back in the day. So I love that one. Nice. Yeah, that's yep. a good one. All right, who you got? So, uh, again, not not in order here, but I've got uh, another just good viral clip that that <laughs> I, I, any sports fan, especially all the guys in this group, would remember. Yeah. Uh, Jim Rome versus Jim Everett. <laughs> so, yeah. another one I watched a bunch today when he, he kept calling him Chris, and he's like, call, call me Chris one more time. And he, <laughs> and he does it. So, if you haven't seen these clips, you got to go watch them right away. Yeah. Everyone's seen Jim Rome. That's a good oh, yeah. one. That's a good one. Uh, my next one is Tito Ortiz versus Ken Shamrock. Uh, that's my favorite UFC uh, little drama feud that those guys had. Uh, the first fight happened because Tito beat one of Ken's guys and gave their whole corner the finger, and Ken did not like that. They finally fought like four years later, and uh, Tito beat him. And then they did Tough Enough, Tough Enough, which I think was the best season of Tough Enough with Tito and him or the coaches. And again, Tito beat him, which I loved. I was a Tito guy at the time. Not anymore. What a fucking psychopath he is now. But uh, I love that feud. I thought it was awesome. Uh, it was kind of like WWE, but they were actually kicking the shit out of each other. So love that one. Tito versus Shamrock. Nice. Yeah, I had a feeling that you'd have had a Tito on there. Yeah. Who do you got? All right, so uh, I had I, I also have a Tiger Woods feud, yeah. um, but it's him and Sergio because oh, yeah, yeah. their their hate for each other is pretty well documented. And yeah. Sergio uh, at some point made the uh, the fried chicken comment. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, in in FFL fashion, we are throwing a bit of race into this, <laughs> and uh, and we're not done yet. I'm gonna yeah. I'm saving a good one for last. <laughs> All right. My next one is uh, the Red Wings versus the Colorado Avalanche in the 90s. Nice. Just nuts. Claude Lemieux hits Chris Draper from behind. He's eaten out of a straw for the next six months. And it was right at the end of the year. So, like, 
guys were fuming when that when they finally got to play again. It was crazy. There was fights everywhere. The goalies fought. Everybody fought, and it just kept going. They had some awesome playoff series. Claude Lemieux, such a snake, but wow, that was nuts. That was some fun hockey. It was oh, yeah. the only reason you'd want to watch like the Western Conference all the time was those two teams because they were loaded and they hated each other. So it was awesome. Yeah, those were B one and B 2s teams right there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, who were you? I was the Wings. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I had a Wings well, jersey with uh, with my name on it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it looks like you guys are just a bunch of bandwagoners, like best two hockey teams winning all the cups. Yeah. Oh, we were. <laughs> we were. <laughs> All right, you're up. All right, so uh, I've got two more. I threw, I threw Bryson and Brooks on there because we're going to be tuned into this for the next little while, and it's gonna, yeah, for sure. I think it's going to stay entertaining. Um, so I don't need to comment any more on it because we've, we've seen everything um, that we need to see. But I am going to hit you with my last one now okay. uh, because we get to see this almost on a weekly basis. <clears throat> this is a little bit off the board. But I'm going uh, a big rivalry is the D weights, specifically Joe Diesel and any Asian golfer. <laughs> so it can be Siwoo Kim, it can be Sung JM, it can yeah. even be Colin Morikawa. Who, yeah. or, or Kevin Na. Yeah, anybody. And <laughs> I mean, it's there's just an obscene amount of confusion. We don't yeah. know who's going to the army, who's not. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's, it provides endless laughs for the group, but, uh, I mean, hopefully, hopefully this podcast doesn't get too far. (laughs) Yeah. One, uh, one day he'll, uh, one day he'll figure it out. One day he'll get them all correct. We'll see. I got two then I guess left. I have the rock versus stone cold, the best wrestling one ever. It's a sport boys deal with it. Unbelievable run. These guys went three straight WrestleMania main events as a feud that's insane that's three years of pretty much a soap proper they're making it up so that's crazy so we'll take that one and then kobe versus shack i love kobe yep. versus shack yep. there isn't a second of that shit that i haven't read watched nothing and i was a shack guy uh rest in peace kobe for sure but uh i was against kobe when shack got traded i was happy miami won first but then it's i i kind of started to like kobe more at the end uh, I thought it was amazing that he won again and then the 60 points in his final game. But I'm a Shaq guy if I got to pick one of them. And I just love that stuff. I read the Phil Jackson book. I read nice. everything about the Lakers. I love the Lakers. That Those teams are the – that's the best basketball really I've seen. Like I didn't see – like we saw Jordan, but we don't remember 96. Like I remember no. those Lakers teams and it was crazy. Like I, yeah. thought they, I thought they could win seven or eight championships if they stayed together. Yeah. Yeah, so, that was a good one. I uh, and I do love basketball, but yeah, I uh, it was on my short list. I just didn't know enough yeah. about that rivalry to throw it on there. So I, I yeah. went a different route with them. The Phil Jackson book, if you read that ever, it is crazy how much he rips Kobe and the things he says about him, and then goes and coaches him again after it. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. But uh, yeah, okay, those are some good lists feuds. Bryson Brooks, keep it going. D weights, Asian people, keep it going. <laughs> let's uh, let's now get into the tournament. Uh, this week is obviously a letdown after the PGA, but this is a good course and it's a pretty good tournament, good field. So the Charles Schwab Challenge. 
this one takes place at the famous Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas, measuring just north 7,200 yards. This is a par 70, and it requires precision off the tee, strong iron play, and a timely short game. Uh, they have the horrible horseshoe. It is holes three to five. It typically plays as one of the most difficult stretches of holes on the PGA Tour year in and out. If you remember, our first restart on the tour last year was here. Uh, so Daniel Berger won that one. In 2019, we had Kevin Naw, we had Justin Rose, Kevin Kisner, and Jordan Spieth as the last five champions. So it's a pretty good list. It seems like you're not getting many long shots that are going to come out of this one. It's uh, it's a lot of the guys that are around the top of the board. So looks like a fun week. Mm-hmm. And anything you want to add on the course, you want to get into it? No, let's go. All right. Hit us with your long shot of the week. All right. So my long shot, I believe he made it on somebody's list or long shot in the, in the last couple of weeks. <clears throat> but he's been playing really good golf as of late. And uh He's just worth. He's worth being on there again because he's another one of those young guys who uh, could end up getting their first win in a tournament like this. So I'm going with uh, Taylor Gooch. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yes, so, the Gooch. I had yeah. Gooch in my list last week. Yep, or yep. two weeks ago. Yep. So I yep. threw ten bucks on him. Uh, it pays eleven hundred and ten bucks. Yeah, beautiful. I like that one. I was looking at that one. Two week. Losing streak, the FFL tour, the waiver right now. So I'm grabbing one waivers guy and then one long shot on a guy's team. So the waiver guy this week, I tried to pick him about a month ago for my long shot, but he withdrew. So not great odds, but here we go. Camilo Vajegas, he is 140 to one. Um, four top 25s in his last five starts. He has a top 25 here at this course. Uh, we all know Camilo as like the up and comer guy. Years ago, he was supposed to be the next one really worked out but he's played solid golf lately he obviously had the tragedy two years ago with his daughter passing away so i just want to see this guy win i i like he always comes to the canadian open i see him every year uh, i love his golf swing he's just got to keep it straight and he can do that here this isn't a big driver uh course so i think he's going to play well so i got camilo 140 to one and then i have Patton kizar of the fireball freaks uh 110 to one he has two top tens in his last five starts 8.6 and 8.1. Those are the numbers of strokes gained he had over the last two events on approach and putting both tournaments. They were both over eight. That is the combined. So those are outrageous numbers. If he keeps that up here, he's going to blow this tournament away because you do not need drivers. So I love those odds. The fireball freaks are going to hopefully get on the board here. 110 to one. Nice. Yes. I like both nice. those. All right. Now let's get into the, our five top guys hit me with your number five. So number five, I was flip-flopping for a little while on this one, but um, I'm going with Charlie Hoffman. Oh, first time uh, on the list where his name was said correctly. (laughs) He plays well here. (laughs) uh, plays well in Texas. So I thought he's worth uh, worth a spot uh, on the list in the five spot here. So I put uh, 10 bucks on Charlie and it pays 410 beauty yeah uh remember last time he was supposed to be on the list uh the grizz called him chucky three sticks charles howell (laughs) (laughs) so so it's glad hey the hoff welcome to the list brother get your name on there here we go uh my number five 
I've played him before and I'm playing him again. Ryan Palmer of the Dallas Dieserweights, 75 to 1. He is a Texas native. And not only that, he is a member at this course. Um, he has four top 20s in his last six starts. He has four top 10s in this event. Um, I really like his chances. Uh, last week, he had no chance at the PGA. He can't play in that in that uh, kind of length. That's not for him. But this course fits him perfectly. He's a great iron player. Um, I like it. Last time we, we were in Texas with him, his odds were in the 40s, and it crept down to the 30s. If I can get him at 75 to 1 at his home course, I'm taking it. So five bucks pays $1,140. Nice. Or sorry, 15 bucks pays nice. that. Yeah, that's a good one. Who do you got for number four? All right, number four, I'm going with a, uh, a Pete. Yep. Because we think he's going to do it at some point here. Willie Z. Yep. He's uh, 26 to 1. <clears throat> he's just playing really good golf. We're going to see him win a tournament soon. Hard to not have him on the list. So um, I've got him in the four spot, $15, paying three ninety. Yeah, I have him um, in my three spot. So I'll just say that now. Okay. Uh, 25 to one eighth place last week. He has been in the top 10 of all three majors he's been in. Uh, he's a Texas native. He's played this course a ton. Another elite <laughs> iron player who is not going to need to crush it. And if he does need to crush it, he can, uh, he's been putting a bit better. I said, I will bet him when it is not a top of the line field. This is a good field, but it's not the best that it can be. So I'm going to bet him, uh, every time I see a field like this, I think he's going to win this year. So I'm going to be on him. 25 to 1, I got 33 bucks on him. It pays 858. Nice. Sweet. Who do you got next? All right. Number three, I have a guy that uh, the list likes, the birds like. He's a bird. <laughs> and, uh, and Data Golf loves this guy. Yep. Um, Corey Connors, Canadian Corey Connors. Love it. He's been playing really good golf. Uh, he probably is one of the top 10 golfers in the world right now. Yep, he's playing um, like it. So another guy that we think should be getting a win soon here. It's hard to keep him off the list. And yep. uh, he might – he might, we might be making a trade for him soon here. So oh, love <laughs> to hear it. Love to hear it. Uh, so, so funny. Oh, yeah, so, keep going. No, I was just going to say I, I threw 20 bucks on him, pays 520. Yeah, nice. Um, funny story about Connors. Me and Connor were doing our list last week, and he told me, like, his short list, and I said, yeah, keep those guys. So I thought he would have Connors on his list, so I didn't put him on mine. He went with Leishman over Connors, and then who was the first-round leader? Connors. So we were, like, kind of shitting our pants there. I bet him anyway, so I didn't really care, but I want the list to get a win. But it was it was pretty funny that we both thought and we did not have him on the list. So um, my number four uh, is Jason Krokrak of the Bermuda Bluefins, 50 to one. Uh, he has been one of the best putters this year. He's ranked seventh among all PGA Tour players. Among this field, he is also ranked 12th in greens and reg, uh, 19th in birdies or better gained. And I like that he has the ceiling where like if he gets putting hot, he can go low, like real low. I thought he played really well last week. He fell off on Sunday, but he was in like top eight uh, all week. And like his name never got right to the top of the board, but he didn't fall be below 20 until right at the end. So since last November, I just really like how he's playing. So I think he can win. Uh, 20 bucks pays a thousand dollars. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say he's, he's been one of the most consistent guys 
since we've yeah. uh, since we've been doing this. So he's just always there. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's time for a guy like that. All right. Yep. Who do you got at number two? All right. So number two, uh, I've got to go with a bit of home cooking here um, because the snakes are on a roll. So yep. I'm it. going with Abe Answer, another guy who has been playing tremendous golf, looking for his first win. Yep. And it's going to come soon, just like Willie Z. Abe seems to always be in the mix. Um, so, yeah, he's 20 to 1. I'm going 25 bucks on Abe to keep the Snakes winning streak rolling. And uh, <laughs> that pays 525. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I had a feeling you'd have Abe on the list. So I was just waiting for that one. Loved it. Uh, seven under on Sunday at the PGA yeah. when nobody was going that low. Just a guy we all want to see win. He he's got a great game. He's just always there now. He finished second to Rory, eighth at the PGA. I love that pick. So my number two, though, I'm going with Scotty Scheffler of the Curtis Breeze, 25 to 1. Hey, let's let's be honest here. It hasn't been a year that you would want on the FFL tour if you're the Breeze. You trade Sam Burns, he wins. You trade Rory, he wins that week. You drop Phil Mickelson, he wins the major two weeks later. It's it's tough. So I know his boy, one of his top five golfers on tour is Scotty Scheffler. He is the Curtis Breeze. So let's get some positive vibes for the Breeze here. Um, he has three top tens in his last seven starts, uh, including obviously the eighth place finish at the PGA. He's great at keeping it straight. He's good at attacking greens and he can drain birdies when he needs to. So Scotty Scheffler in Texas, first win, 33 bucks, pays 858. Nice. You got it. Well, you know Snickers there or nothing. Like you took half those guys and got W's. Yeah. No. I hey. I, <laughs> I just feel bad for him. <laughs> like, All right. The tables could be number one. They could have been completely turned here. Yeah. Uh, okay. So number one, uh, kind of going back to the well with these young guys that um, that we've been talking about for the whole year. We think they're in line for a win sooner than later. Uh, this guy's already won one and a big one, but Colin Morikawa is coming in at number one. Nice. He's another guy that uh, this data golf absolutely loves. He's been playing really well as of late. Um, and like you said, driver, you don't need to drive the ball particularly no. well to win this uh, week. Yep. And if he can just hit some putts like we've been calling for for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, his putting at uh, the PGA was horrendous. So. But- me and I, we picked him for the memorial, and his putting was terrible. And then the next week, nobody picked him, so he could turn that thing around right now. So. Yep. So uh, yeah. So I put thirty on uh, Morikawa. He's American D's four fifty. <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, great pick. It's an iron course. Morikawa should be on your team. So I like it. My number one. So that's why it's a little quiet earlier, and I haven't gave this franchise any love this year, but it's time. Corey Connors of the Las Vegas Freebirds, twenty-eight to one. I love him. Uh, his odds have dropped. I think you got him at twenty-five to one, or is he still twenty-eight to one? Uh, yeah, but, twenty-five, twenty-five. Yeah. So there you go. There's people on him. I love to see it. Eighth place last week. Uh, first place, obviously after the round one, and then he fell off a bit in the second round. I'm telling you, if he just went like two under, two under, and one, and even nobody would be saying anything about that little fall. Played well on the weekend, struggled a bit on Sunday, but everyone ridiculous. Four top. 
this is the perfect course for him. He's made all here, including one top ten. I think it's time for Connors to get a win. I think he's good. He's a guy now that we're expecting to get a win. Like that's that's big yeah. for Canada. So I yeah. see it. Thirty three pays nine fifty seven. Nice. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming for sure. And I have Connors. Uh... Not. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell yep. it's there. Yep. All right. Let's I've got the extra uh, bets. Yeah, I've got Connors oh, on an extra bet here. Um, Perfect. So this is one I think that I think everybody on the league should jump on. It's a little, it's a little uh, parlay here. So we're going top Asian, Sung J M, and okay. top Canadian Corey Connors. Nice. I mean, it's great odds. It uh, what I, I I only threw ten bucks on, but I'm going to probably put yeah. more on, and it pays thirty three. They don't have All much right. competition, so I think it's a good one. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I have a honors bet. I'll save it for other ones. Cool. I did a for a bruising. Brian Harmon, the bruise, thirty-five to one to win. Ten is plus three hundred, and top twenty plus one forty. This is a guy who's an iron team. Um, he did, last week did not work for him. He's one of the shorter hitters on tour. Freaking well, like he has no chance. Like that was terrible. So uh, he's a fifth putter on tour right now. I love him. If he has a good potting week, I think he's there. So Harmon, and then I. It's called Get Some Birds. Hold it. You want to win? Top ten plus seven hundred. Top twenty. Nice, nice. Those are good. Sweet. Okay. I've got. What do you uh, have? What else you got? Yeah, I went uh, for a hole in one just to give the group something to something to be excited about because it it's just a just a cheap little sprinkle, but we like to root for a hole in one. And uh, I also went uh, with a couple of different guys that didn't make the list um, for first round leader. So Jordan oh, nice, Speed, nice. Yep. twenty two to one, yep. and uh, Tony Finau. 33 to one for first round leaders, two guys that we know will probably be in the mix at some point might not yep. hang on through the weekend, but uh, I like them both to be in the mix for the first round. So I thought there was some good value there. Um, 20s. I have a long bomb. Will Gordon plus 900. I, uh, this course kind of suits for a top 20. I'm on Camilo again. Uh, plus 450 for a top 20. And Harry Higgs, plus 300, the big rig. Big beautiful, he likes to be called also. Uh, <laughs> plus 300 for a top 20. Nice. One guy we didn't talk about, and I think we should give some attention, is Phil Mickelson. We haven't – We, I mean, he just won the PGA. He's going to be riding high. Yep. He played incredible last week. Some someone that we probably should be uh, betting to sneak into a top twenty, or I haven't taken a look at it yet, but I'm going to here. I honestly, though, like the way his week's going and what he's doing, I I was trying to find the uh, miscut odds. Miscut. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's been having a good time, and I picked them up. I don't care about the minus forty, whatever. That don't matter. I just want him for the U.S. Open, really, and. Yeah. Yeah, and well, now he's going to be in the playoffs and everything. That's that win sets him up. But yeah, he he loves this course, so you could be right. He might go. He might have a heater. He's a good yep. guy. It's either going to be blow up city on Thursday, or he could be the first round leader. Like he could be that hot. 
coming yeah. in. So yeah, yeah. Top I twenty pays get... three to one. So I might I might just put a little bit on there. Just you I love know. it. Throw yeah. him. Hopefully he makes it the top ten. Hundred yeah. points. Yeah. Um. All right. I have my last bet. I don't know if you do. You have any more? No. No. That's it. Okay. Big Daddy Bro bet of the week. We are so hot with these things right now. And I love this guy this week, so I think it's good bet. I'm going Corey Connors, even money, top 20. I think for sure he's in the top 20. I think for sure he's in the top 10, and I think he can win this thing. So I'm going with that. Bro bet of the week, big daddy, Corey Connors, top 20. Yeah, love it. Let's go. We're, we're all in on Corey Connors this week. Yep. Let's go. Love to see it. And then we'll end it with a trade. Ah, I'm just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll All see. Right. All right. Thanks for coming on. And hopefully we are talking again next week because that means we are cashing a winner. Yep. Let's go, boys. All right. Later. Okay. Oh!